Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi everyone, Saint Man here. This video wasn't brought to you by any donations. If you want to donate or request a topic, you can do so at the Subscribestar, PayPal, or Bitcoin links down below. Today I want to talk about an Associated Press article called U.S. Army Misses Recruiting Goal and Other Services Squeak. Apparently since last year when the military did their woke and gay hiring campaign ads, they've now fallen short by around 15,000 soldiers, or 25% less than they need. Part of this, of course, is due to a tough job market and the Great Resignation, where people don't want to work for a number of reasons. Another reason is because the army can't find young people that are fit enough to enlist. The obesity epidemic is out of control, and in eight years, over 60% of young people will be obese. The Associated Press article has this to say, and I quote, While the Army was once the only service that didn't meet its target, all the others had to dig deep into their pools of delayed entry applicants, which will basically put them behind as they begin their next recruiting year on Saturday. The worsening problem stirs debate about whether America's fighting force should be restructured or reduced in size if the services can't recruit enough, and could also put added pressure on the National Guard and Reserve to help meet mission requirements. According to officials, the Marine Corps, which usually goes into each fiscal year with as much as 50% of its recruiting goal already locked in, has only a bit more than 30%. And the Air Force and the Navy will only have about 10% of their goals as they start the new fiscal year. The Air Force usually has about 25% by now. Officials spoke on condition of anonymity to provide details on the recruiting totals that have not yet been released. The causes of the recruiting struggles are many and varied. Military leaders say that they're suffering from the same labor shortage that has restaurants, airlines, shops, and other businesses desperately scraping for workers. Exacerbating the problem is the fact that according to estimates, just 23% of young people can meet the military's fitness, educational, and moral requirements, with many disqualified for reasons ranging from medical issues to criminal records and tattoos. So far, the Army has discharged a bit more than 1,700 soldiers for refusing to take the mandated vaccine, unquote. Once again, I only kept the interesting parts of the article. One thing that the article doesn't mention is the possibility of civil war, an ideological war for which value system is going to get to run civilization, the traditional one or the woke one. America's divided, and if there isn't much unity between Democratic and Republican voters, and they increasingly hate each other, then why would either side want to serve in any branch of the military with each other? I think that's a huge part of it. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Chris Whalen. He's a U.S. business tax expert serving clients in North America and abroad. The first consultation is always free, just like men going their own way. He's also a fellow MGTOW and will keep your pills red, but brings your books back to black. Reach out to Chris Whalen, CPA, today for all your personal and business accounting needs before taking care of your sexual needs. Sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to the Corporal Clown World Show. A large percentage of the military are men that vote for the Republican Party. Many would-be recruits see Brandon's woke policies and failure in Afghanistan and don't want to join. Not to mention all the advantages that women get in promotions and lower entry barriers and physical requirements of military. 
That's not equality and men are expected to do all the combat while women get promotions and make more money. It's demoralizing and unfair treatments. It's almost as if the powers that be are trying to turn the military into a weak thing and basically get the women to run it. The way women took over nursing and teaching. And now they want to take that over too. But America is not really facing any wars at the moment. Eventually there'll be a major one and the world is a violent place. So expecting women to fight is very unrealistic. So the remaining male military are going to be pushed into active roles, risking their lives instead. Many won't like it and will simply leave. So what happens if the staff shortage continues in America's armed forces? I think there's a very, very real possibility of guys getting drafted into the military one day because there aren't enough volunteers. They will need to be voluntold because they won't do it. If the draft shows up, then expect young guys to start eating themselves into oblivion so they get too fat to fight. How much you want to bet that's what many women will do not to be drafted or conscripted and then it'll only be the guys. Terrence Pop was talking about this issue as well a while back and he mentions the recruiters are offering up to a $50,000 bonus if you join and meet all your targets. Many young people see America as a nation not worth defending. There's a complete lack of faith in institutions that have to now be built again up from the ground. This happens every fourth generation or fourth turning. The woke and gay ads trying to recruit female soldiers from last year are not helping. Neither is the collapse in testosterone in men in general. My prediction is the military will soon start allowing soldiers to join up even if they have face tattoos. Back in 2004, I went to San Diego, and I noticed the women at the local bar were burlier than usual and covered in tattoos. What you see as normal today is what I saw almost 20 years ago now. But those female sailors weren't woke unlike many of the ones that are working the same jobs today. The leftoids understand that they will lose an arm to conflict because they're mostly weak men and women. The only way to win is to convince the few masculine men remaining to fight on their side. But remember that the entire U.S. military is made up of only about a million soldiers. I'm not counting the Alien Forces Battalion at Area 51, in case you're wondering. But there are hundreds of millions of weapons scattered throughout the United States. And even if the Wokesters took over the entire army, the vast majority of weapons belong to rural Republicans. And all you need is a few million of them to rise up in righteous indignation to fight the woke. I was recently listening to one of the authors of the book, The Fourth Turning. And he said the U.S. Revolutionary War was actually a civil war. And in the end, he's right because everyone spoke the same language and had the same culture. WW2, in many ways, was a European civil war. All the people that were old enough to remember that last fourth turning and Mr. Mustache, the Second World War, dead or were small children back then. So the lessons of history have to be learned all over again. It's been almost 35 years since the fall of communism. Most of the people that remember its horrors are also either dead or close to it, and young and idealistic people are once again falling for the idea that everyone deserves to have the same things in life, regardless of if they've earned them or not. I also find it hilarious how woke feminists claim they're against capitalism, but are all for iPhones, star cucks, and Tesla cars. They believe in consumerism, but they also believe in communism. It's a paradox at this point. Then again, I think they believe in the Chinese version of communism. After all, the Wokesters have been trying to emulate the authoritarianism in China while also idealizing its drive for consumption. I think that at some point, when they have enough of the armed forces on their side, they'll push for a coup d'etat. If and when that happens, expect them to believe that their opponents on the right will just cower and hide in fear instead of fighting back. They just don't know it yet, but they're the real domestic enemies to the Constitution of the United States. But they think that they're the heroes in fighting for justice. They're clearly mistaken. A civil conflict would either be over in a hurry, but the right will basically go on a witch hunt after that 
and trying to shut down anything that might create a destabilization threat again. I've said it before that the only way women could win a war against men for civilization is if they were remotely controlling robots. Those similar to the Terminator, where they can outnumber the men because I suspect they wouldn't be able to fight unless they can reboot. By that I mean simply spawn into a new body once their existing one gets blown up. Plus they can also have an army of simps to pilot those robots for them. They still need some genius industrialist to create the technology for them, and no man would do it if he figured out that it would go to an army of wokesters. But seriously, no fourth turning according to the authors Howe and Strauss has ended without some sort of civil conflict with a societal lesson learned from it so that the next 80 years are peaceful. If only there was a way to pass down the lessons from the past and have people learn them. I don't think it's so much the lessons that are important, but the suffering that comes from learning those lessons. I think that as human societies have peace for an extended period of time, people get massive egos, and they become spoiled when everything is stable. It's as if humans crave chaos just so they can learn about how bad things can get. I've suffered quite a bit in my life and am grateful for all the positives because I've had more than my fair share of negatives. But everywhere around me are people that have a very easy life. And it's like they're craving for things to become difficult and maybe the collective unconscious wants things to turn bad so that it can be experienced the good and the bad. I think the way to break the fourth turning cycle once and for all is to create a world where suffering is built into the social system. The one film series they kind of tried doing that was The Hunger Games. In the end, though, even the winners die. The Hunger Games created a sort of psychological torment that anyone can be picked to fight and die, so that mental suffering was enough in theory to prevent actual wars. Of course, the film didn't turn out that way. But if people knew that at random they could be selected for death, people on the left and the right would be more concerned about that instead of fighting one another. I just can't believe what I'm seeing. Collapsing birth and marriage rates. People resigning their jobs and laying flat leading to greater inflation as the remaining workers demand a higher wage putting pressure on employers. Men walking away from the gay-woke military in America proving that patriotism is an all-time low. The hits keep on coming. People are increasingly turning their backs on institutions like the military, marriage, parenthood, the workplace, and probably many other things now because they've become rotten at their cores. And we don't trust them anymore. Anyways, that's it for today. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that the woke feminist armies of the future and their white knights think they can take out 10 million good old boys in West Virginia to usher in a communist utopia. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars. And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the wokesters from establishing their new world order after the fourth turning away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.